This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Damian Lillard, running backs, Wheel of Fortune, and chest hair, all the hot topics on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Vanessa Richardson, and we welcome in the host of Canty and Carlin here on the show is Chris Carlin joins us now. At what point did you realize what direction Canty was going with the chest hair topic on Greeny this morning? Uh, pretty quickly because he's he's got a thing about it. Um, he's been all, He was all over Orlovsky yesterday, and Orlovsky deserved it. I mean, he was wearing a shirt uh, that initially from a distance looked like he was at night at the Roxbury. And then, Great movie. Yeah, and then you <laughs> zoom in, you realize it's a golf shirt, but it's all the way down. Andy had the chain. And then, you know, the Han thing. Here's what's alarming is that just listening back to it, I didn't realize exactly how long the rant was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was lengthy. Twas a rant. Know? Yeah, solid rant. Solid so, rant. So here's what I wonder. Like, are, do we have stylists at ESPN? Because if we don't, maybe we should. You know, in a situation like that, that a producer comes over to you and says, hey, uh, listen, Alan Hahn, I know you were a writer and a radio guy, but now that you're doing more television work, nobody in America wants to see your chest hair. Why don't you uh, try buttoning that baby up uh, to the top? Well, I think based on what you just said and based on what we heard from Canty, he just was hired as a stylist. You know, <laughs> Canty got the message across. It's fair. Um, we were ranking running backs, and we'll get to your top five in just a second, Chris. Mm. But before that, you know, I'm... I, <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised. It feels like Damian Lillard wants to be perceived as loyal or he is really loyal. What What do you think is really going on right now in Portland? Because I think everybody in America outside of there agrees it's kind of time for that situation to end and for him to move on. I actually think it's what's best for Dame and what's best for the Blazers. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I don't understand. I can understand the Blazers not wanting to be the bad guys in this. And they're almost forcing Dame to demand a trade. If Dame does that, no one's holding it against him. No one is. And not one fan of the Portland Trailblazers ever would. Um, It doesn't feel like that's necessarily it. Maybe it's just he's trying to get to a particular place. As we know, he has made it more than clear, subtly and not so subtly, that he wants to go to Miami. Uh, but at the same time, if you're the Blazers, we we can trade Dame Lillard and we can do right by you, but we have to be able to get in return what you're worth. And if it comes down to a point where there's only going to be one team and they're not going to give you what he's worth, you know, it's not like Dame officially has a no-trade clause. He could not show up. He's got the power. I understand that. But I would force his hand at that point. When they drafted Scoot Henderson, was it a wrap? Was it, you know, a lot of people perceived it as, okay, he, he's gone, for lack of yeah. a better. I mean, like, was, was that what you took from their draft night decision rather than trading for win-now assets? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I mean, they've got plenty of guards, that's for sure. They've got Henderson now. They've got Sharp. Um, you know, they've got Simons. I, I, I think that absolutely wrapped it up, and that's why... Like, I just think they're trying to maximize return and not look like the bad guys, and that's why they continue to say, we want to win with Dame if we can. I, I don't even think anybody in Portland at this point would really hold it against the team because they all know that Dame wants to go. You just can't come away with very little for him at this point. 
Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Chris Carlin is with us. Aaron Goldhammer and Rockets assistant GM Vanessa Richardson. Is, I mean, <laughs> sideline reporter Vanessa Richardson. Uh, she is refusing, Chris, to reveal all the details that she knows about the Rockets' pursuit of James Harden in free agency. But it, it kind of feels to me, tell me if you agree with this, it feels like Harden and Kyrie are both going to go back. Harden to Philadelphia and Kyrie's going to end up back in Dallas. I I don't know if Harden's going back to Philly or not. I don't, and frankly, I don't think it's a great fit. I, I, they're not going to win as presently constituted. If I were the Sixers, and I know this is heresy to say, considering what the guy's career has been, I'm going Fred Van Vliet before I'm going back to mm. James Harden right now. And the the reason is, you basically heard at the end of the year, he's old, he can't get to the rim as much as he used to, and he just is not in as great shape as he needs to be. If you're Joel Embiid right now, which of those two guys would you rather have? I mean, I you can know, trust Van Vliet in a big game. Like, it's the Harden thing. He was either getting 45 or he was doing or the less James than Harden. 10 points. Two, yeah, the yeah. two for right. 13 thing. That's, I mean, it's just got to end. Yeah. And that's what you can't have. You can't have inconsistency. And we started the show today um, talking about this whole idea of the process and the Sixers and, and all the losing that happened that um, guys, you know, Joe Fortenbaugh was talking about this last night that, that or yesterday during Fitz and Harry, that it can permeate through the organization for years and years and years. And I, I just don't buy that. I think if you look at the Sixers, they have made the wrong decisions. And if you ask Joel Embiid, the biggest decision that was made was to ride with Jimmy Butler as opposed to Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. If Jimmy Butler had stayed in Philadelphia and yeah. the Sixers, um, and I understood based around the talent of Ben Simmons that uh, the decision they made, but if you had stuck with Butler, you would have won a championship already. I, yeah. I so absolutely you- believe that. And as far as Simmons is concerned, I was working in Philly the year that he was a rookie. And halfway through the season, he easily could have played. He didn't. Because he had a $5 million bonus from Nike if he was rookie of the year, which meant he wasn't going to play a game that season. If he played 35 games, he wasn't going to win that award. And Embiid was playing some they would have benefited greatly from the two of them playing together. And immediately, it just sent a bad vibe right away from Simmons about, you know, not not just the money part of it, but we're going to do what's in the best interests of Ben Simmons this entire time. So what is at stake for Joel Embiid and the 76ers this upcoming season? Do you think Embiid would ask out of Philly? His ha- You know, is he happy? Does he assess the situation as them being able to win a championship immediately as the end of quote unquote the process nears? Yeah, the way it's constituted right now, no, he doesn't there's no way he thinks that they can. And I think you could be looking at it a year from now. And this is why they can't screw around. You need a special type of superstar in that city. That town has embraced him. He has embraced them. They've had their scuffles along the way, but you don't they don't get big. Because they love him so much. And as much as we get on the Philadelphia fans, they want to love you, and this is the perfect guy for that town, which is why you cannot be in a position a year from now of him 
uh, asking his way out. He does not want to do that, hmm. but he is going to be, I think he's 29 now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And when it comes to knee injuries and leg injuries and the fact that he's banged up the playoffs all the time, it's not like that's going to get better with age. So it has to be 60 games this year, maybe 65 if you have to push for the MVP thing, but um, and have the right guys with him. And I think he's <laughs> the place where he could be pushing for a year from now would be to get with Butler in Miami. Wow. Well, I think, too, you know, the Sixers' second most important player, whether or not they get Harden, I think if Tyrese Maxey grows into a real stud, which I think he could, that could end up being the thing that could help them finally get over the top and, you know, at least get this version of this team to a conference finals where they have not been. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Vanessa Richardson, and Chris Carlin is with us. All right, I will give you the floor. ESPN Radio rank them going on all week, and I think trickling into next week. Today we've got running backs. I did my list earlier. Chris, let's start with number five, your top five running backs in the NFL. Okay. This is a very difficult one when you really start to examine it to keep him off the list, so I couldn't do it. Number five, Travis Etienne. Look back at last year, his first full season. He was hurt his rookie year, as we know. He played every game. He only had 220 carries and 1,100 yards. He had over five yards a carry. Doug Peterson does not love to run the ball, but if you look at the production of Travis Etienne, he's going to have to do it a little bit more because this guy uh, is exceptional in finding a crease, and he's exceptional uh, when he gets out to the corner. He is number five for me. Number four is Josh Jacobs, who, of course, led the league in rushing last year. This was really a step-up year for Jacobs. It was one of those times where it, it, you see the athlete finally get to where it was always believed they could, and so he did. He also had a career-high 53 catches, but I'm not putting him higher than fourth. Number three is Derrick Henry, and we could talk all we want about Derrick Henry being at a certain age and having taken a certain amount of abuse uh, over these years, and he might be nearing the end. He rushed for 1,500 yards last year. It was second in the league. You want to tell me that Derrick Henry's career is dead? Show me the body. That's what I need to say. Number two, Nick Chubb, who I think is very underappreciated in your town, Aaron. Uh, not just in the town, but I meant nationally. Um, 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns. He is as reliable as can be. Five yards a carry. I love Nick Chubb. And then number one is Christian McCaffrey. And I, I don't think anybody would argue that right now. Um, he caught eight, 80 passes out of the backfield last year. He does it all for you. He is the most complete back in the league. If you want to look at the two guys that I left off that you could put in there. Number six would probably be Austin Eckler, um, and I get that. Uh, he does not feel as much of a – he gets into the end zone. There's no getting around that. Uh, he does not feel as much of a true, true bell cow guy to me. Um, so that's probably why I had ETN slightly in front of him. And then Saquon Barkley. And I had him that low at seven because if you look at the way the season played out last year – he ended with under four yards a carry over the last seven games. And if you take out week one, you look at the season, he averaged 4.4 a carry, right? Uh -huh. He went 18 for 164 in week one. Uh -huh. So if you take out that one performance, he lost three-tenths of a yard. He was only at 4.1 for the year. That was not a great year for Saquon Barkley, even though it looks good on paper. 
I had Jonathan Taylor in my top five. Why not? Understandable. JT? Yeah. Uh, did not have did not have the season you would have expected last year. Um, you know, listen, I, I I can't argue with the talent. I certainly cannot argue with the talent, but the injuries are obviously a concern. There's no getting around that. So here's my question to you, because I feel like injuries are a concern for like all running backs. That's definitely like the narrative with the position. It's the reality of the position. So how much when you're making this list do you take into account the quarterback they're working with? In Jonathan Taylor's case, the quarterback situation in Indianapolis has been a mess for years. Mm-hmm. How much do you take into consideration the quarterback they're working with and then also um, the injuries? Because, I mean, Derrick Henry, man, if he's not banged up – you know what's the potential of him yeah i mean McCaffrey, he, he, all of them and my thing with him is like look at the fact that he's playing with ryan Tannehill. it's yeah. not bad uh look at you know jacobs this past year is playing with Derek carr who i like Derek carr a lot but it was it was time to move on chubb you know last five six games with um with obviously watson but before that you, you 1500 yards with i don't even remember Jacoby, in and out. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Was, was Spurgeon winning there somewhere? <laughs> the journeyman. <laughs> he was. Back back in the day. Yes, yeah. we've had a lot of quarterbacks in Cleveland, Chris. So Thank to your you point, that. yeah, I think you do factor it in a little bit. And I listen, you could absolutely make that argument for Taylor. Um, I would just say, at least Henry, Henry last year, I think he played 16 of the 17, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, and McCaffrey really stayed healthy last yes. year. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Aaron Goldhammer, Vanessa Richardson, and Chris Carlin with us. All right, the the big news entertainment-wise of the day. Big. I was a little disappointed with this. Both Vanessa and I felt the same. Chris, Ryan Seacrest is doing <gasps> New Year's Eve. He's doing American Idol. He's doing a radio show. What does Ryan Seacrest need with this job? Also, very milk toast, straightforward. Like I don't understand what he's really gonna bring to the table as the new host of Wheel of Fortune when Pat Sajak steps aside after the year is out. In a word, uninspired. That's what this hire is. <laughs> and a completely uninspired hire. I I I haven't I've had more than enough Seacrest, and I think America feels the same way in our lives for a very long time. Uh don't take away Wheel of Fortune. Don't don't do that. And Let's talk about the, the, the bigger elephant in the room. Vanna White's getting hosed here. Vanna. Vanna deserves, after all these years, to be hosting the show. She was hosting it when Pat was on vacation, for Pete's sake, or when he missed shows. I mean, uh, honestly, what are we doing to Vanna? And she, and I love the way that this headline was put, and I read it just to you guys off the air right before he came on. As Seacrest gets the job, Vanna White, quote, lawyers up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go, Vanna. Take them for every penny. Take them for every penny. That that drives me up the wall. She deserves better. She deserved the job. And I, what what else are we going to hire Ryan Seacrest for? Like that's just what a safe so, choice. Oh my! What's the sports equivalent of the Seacrest hire? It's like you're you're going back to the well with Norv Turner again. Like wow, yeah, that's a great great. One. You know, uh, cool. yeah, like Norv Turner. Or, you know, I mean, Marty Schottenheimer, except Marty won a lot more, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, rest his soul. I mean, I, it's just it doesn't do anything to really inspire you. Our and girl deserved a chance. She did. She absolutely did. 
I mean, she's done an amazing job for all these years. She's an icon. Is she, she not an is she not an American icon? We Vanna just White? don't need more Ryan Seacrest. No. Ryan Seacrest and Steve Harvey have enough jobs for the rest of their lives. They are spread across enough platforms. Oh, and Strahan. If Folks, I see Strahan, Strahan hosting agreed. one more thing, like geez, we're totally Louise. good on that. Yeah, I mean, let's let's think outside the box here. People. Give somebody else a chance. Give peace a chance. Like, so let's, give let's give, give me, uh, Carlin, give me somebody that would have excited you for this. Is there Doc any- Rivers? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just said that because Shannon just said it. Seacrest is the Doc Rivers of hosts here. That's how uninspired this. Well, is. I was going to say you wanted Doc Rivers yeah. to host Wheel of Fortune. I don't want Wheel of Fortune blowing voice. a huge read- uh, ratings lead. They've got the ratings lead near the end of the book, and all of a sudden I they collapse. I want, uh, listen, I can't give you an exact person. I, I, I'll make no mistake about it. And obviously, I was. It is the. Hosting a, a game show is all I have ever really, truly wanted to do. Mm. And it is the only thing that I would ever leave this job for. Now, it's obviously not happening. I was not under consideration. Did your agent do his due diligence? I mean, did we almost question, get this? Vanessa, and I think we're going to have to have a conversation later yeah. about that. Also, what about, because I missed the two-minute drill. Do you guys remember the two-minute drill with uh, Kenny Mayne? Mm-hmm. And we also did Stump the Schwab, which, which with Stuart Scott, which was a great show when I was growing up. What is up with our network? Let's bring back a sports trivia show hosted by Chris Carlin. Well, as I'm far about as it. yeah, listen, I, I'd be up for it. But as far as knocking the network, the name is spelled Goldhammer G O L D H A M M E R. That was not. I All disavow right. any right. knowledge I, of you. I, I, I was just out. making a suggestion to Mr. Pataro, our boss, <laughs> and Mr. Iger, our boss's boss. Now, listen, Maybe as far as Wheel of Fortune, Fortune just, just give me somebody I wouldn't have considered and I can point to and say, yeah, yeah that, that's what you do. I actually don't hate Doc Rivers. The raspy voice, the edgy comments. I mean, I, I, I feel like he would start some drama. I, I kind of, I don't know. I actually don't hate Doc Rivers. The new host of Wheel of Fortune, Ed Orgeron. Or Nick live. Nurse. Nick Nurse is great with, like, music trivia. <laughs> that would I mean, be amazing. Yeah, Doc would be talking about his golf game the whole time. Absolutely. Uh, do two weeks of work a year and go play a back nine. <laughs> Great stuff, Chris. Appreciate the time you jump it on your own show as always. We'll talk soon. All right, guys. Thanks. That's Chris Carlin, the host of Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. But we're hosting his show today. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Vanessa Richardson. And up next, what is one critical question between now and the start of NBA free agency on Friday? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, somehow the hottest rumor in the NBA involves me and involves <laughs> Brian Winhurst saying something that really he was saying nothing. I don't know how this has become such a big deal. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Vanessa Richardson. NBA free agency negotiation period officially starts 6 o'clock Friday ahead of the league's annual moratorium period beginning on Saturday at midnight Eastern. Deals can be agreed to during the period but can't officially be signed until July the 6th. By the way, teams have been negotiating with free agents for weeks, just tampering, and it happens behind the scenes all over the place in the NBA. Brian Winhurst was on our show in Cleveland, Vanessa, earlier today. I live in Cleveland, and I host a show Weekdays, 9 to 1 on ESPN Cleveland. Wendy's been coming on for 20 years or whatever. And Brian was talking about what's going on in Cleveland this offseason. Take a listen. I don't have a terrific feel for what the Cavs are doing. They've kept their information pretty tight. Um, I have some speculation. There's a couple of outlandish stuff that I'm not going to say right now because I'd get in trouble. But can, I, I wish you... I could tell you more, and I know I shouldn't tease you, but there's there's one thing out there that I heard that the well, just look on social media in this last week and see what you see, and and, and you know start going from there. Well, we spent the rest of the show trying to define what outlandish meant, and then we also went on social media and tried to find exactly what Brian was maybe referring to or alluding to. So, Triple Eight, say ESPN. What do you think Wendy was talking about? Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I mean, at this point, we're really left to guess because he he teased us with this little piece of i'm hearing he some outlandish things that he's not really reporting anything that the first place my head went was donovan mitchell keeps flirting and batting his eyes at new york like is the conversation about him going to the knicks one that's still open for this offseason donovan- i can't imagine that i mean they kind of bet the house on him no and, you know, the other thing is that Donovan Mitchell isn't even being quiet about loving New York. Like, in every way, shape, or form, he's, like, tweeting about the Mets and all of that. 
Could be. Um, I like but the his, last his part dad of Brian Winford. Works Winford's. for the Mets. Yeah. Like he's not tweeting about how he doesn't like Cleveland. I don't. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that those ties are always. It's it's always going to be there. Like people are always going to have in their mind and look for the confirmation bias. Yeah. That Donovan Mitchell is unhappy, even though he's never said that. I like Winhorst's end of that quote. I know I shouldn't tease you. <laughs> yeah, Win- Wendy, you shouldn't because this is what happens. <laughs> now, why is that? So everybody wants to know, like, did you did you text Wendy and ask him what he was really? And I said, no. Do, do you know why, Vanessa? Because if I know anything, I just like to tell everybody that I know it. I'm not good at keeping secrets. <laughs> you couldn't so, be the insider. So if if I'm supposed to know something, or you, you don't want me knowing something, if you tell me something, I'm just going to repeat it to the listening audience of wherever I'm on next because I can't. Keep one. So if you want everybody to know something, tell me. If you don't tell want Aaron. people to know it, don't mention it to me because uh, now what about Le- everybody goes, what about LeBron? What about LeBron? LeBron coming. We and I have run the permutations of this. LeBron's not going back to Cleveland this offseason. So what could Brian be referring to, Vanessa? He said outlandish. That's outlandish. the thing. But he also. If we want to do the zo, you know, the the zodiac, like when they were trying to solve the zodiac killer, like really look at the sentences that he said. He started out by saying something along the lines of, "I don't know much about what's happening in, in Cleveland," but then the rest of what he said leads me to believe that's not true, and that maybe he's withholding some things on us—a big trade of some sort. What say you? Oxford English Dictionary defines outlandish as. <laughs> Looking or sounding bizarre or unfamiliar, foreign or alien. Let's listen to Wendy one more time as we try to decode. This This is the point we are at in the NBA offseason. Take a listen. I don't have a terrific feel for what the Cavs are doing. They've kept their information pretty tight. Um, I have some speculation. There's a couple of outlandish stuff that I'm not going to say right now because I'd get in trouble. But can, I, I wish you... I could tell you more, and I know I shouldn't tease you, but there's there's one thing out there that I heard that the well, just look on social media in this last week and see what you see, and and, and you know start going from there. Look, look on social media and see what you see. There's a lot of NBA trade rumors on social media. <laughs> I also feel like it can't involve LeBron because I don't think LeBron would be quote unquote outlandish. I mean, it's it, like LeBron, like Cleveland LeBron, like it would be crazy, but it wouldn't be like outland. I don't, I don't know that that would be defined by outlandish. So what is outlandish? Like, give me a sports moment that you would describe in the NBA as outlandish. And and as outlandish, I mean, what did we think Kyrie would be in Dallas? You know, like I don't. But even that to me isn't like outlandish. Oh, you definitely saw the the. I don't know about Dallas, but you definitely saw the tea leaves of him leaving uh, uh, Brooklyn. I mean, I thought when both Paul George and Kawhi ended up with the Clippers, like we were all on Kawhi, but the idea that they'd go and get Paul George two and pair those guys together, mm. that to me was outlandish. Any move for the Cavs involving, you know, I was racking my brain, Darius Garland available? Come on. He's on a great contract. I don't know what the Cavs would be doing trading him. I mean, I guess maybe if you got something crazy back in return, that could be considered outlandish. Jared Allen is being talked about in trade talks on every NBA podcast in America. That's not that outlandish. Be, no, no. Bizarre. Not outlandish at all. Let, let, let's That's revisit. the one that the people think. Uh, looking or sounding bizarre or unfamiliar. Hmm. Hmm. Now, why what is could, that? What, now, what? 
Now, what why could be is going that? on there? What's going on in Cleveland? Just something you might want to think about. Just something you might want to think about. But by the way, Bryant didn't report anything. He said he's heard some outlandish things, but that doesn't mean that they're actually happening. But this has caused a riot. Everybody is trying to put either LeBron back or trading Donovan Mitchell. Those are the two things that I hear the most. Now now everybody's convinced it's Donovan Mitchell going. Grant is in Tampa, joins us on ESPN Radio. What's up, Grant? Hey, guys. How we doing? Hey. Speculating, Grant. That's where we're at. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. How about, uh, how about Jared Allen for the Cavs? Jared Allen what? Like every trade column I see, every rumor I hear is that Jared Allen's available. That's not outlandish to me. Yeah, possible. Very possible, though, Grant. Jared Allen in order to get LeBron back. So you're trading Jared Allen for LeBron? Like, I, I, I I would think this, okay? First of all, the Lakers had a pretty great year to make it all the way to the conference finals. I don't know that they're just, you know, cool with LeBron, like, demanding a trade back to Cleveland. And if he did demand a trade back to Cleveland, they'd want draft picks in return, which the Cavs have none to be able to give them. So I don't know what the path is for LeBron to go back. Now, as a free agent after next year, when Bronny comes into the NBA, like, all of that stuff to me seems more possible in the atmosphere, I guess. But LeBron's not going back to Cleveland. Come on, guys. Triple eight say ESPN uh, is uh, the number if you want to jump in. All right. Deckel, is Deckel on ESPN radio? Deckel, are you there? Deckel leave? I'm getting a very strange name up prank? on the screen. <laughs> is this a prank call? Shannon, please jump on the mic and let us know the name of the person on line three. Deck Alive. Deck Alive. Derek? I think we're working out how to pronounce it. <laughs> please, Shannon, please grab the microphone. I'm in a very awkward spot no, right you, now. No, you, you De- went to him. I was actually typing. I was on the phone with him typing to get it's uh, DeKelvin. I was in the process DeKelvin. of typing. I know that name. DeKelvin. Uh, let's go to DeKelvin. DeKelvin what's, what, what up, got? DeKelvin? Hello? Hey, Hello. You're DeKelvin. Live. You're on ESPN Radio, DeKelvin. All right. How you doing today? We're great. Good, how, how are, are you? you? Explain what is outlandish. Well, I'm hearing that. Uh, well, I looked it up, of course, because you guys said so. But uh, Zion, uh, the, the Pelicans called the Cavs, and that's a trade for Zion for Jared Allen. No, they're not. If they offered that, the Cavs would do that in two seconds. Hey, I know I people don't know. think. I mean, the injury history is that. Is that? I don't know. But but for Jared for Jared Allen who couldn't grab a rebound in the playoffs, I still think on, to Grant that would be to his or to Calvin to your point that would be outlandish. I think potentially Zion's potential is still seen as a pretty high ceiling if he can get healthy. I so guess. I don't know if it would just be Jared Allen. I guess I would rather have, you know. Probably Ja, despite the definitely Darius Garland. Like there are other guys from that draft that I would definitely put over Zion Williamson right now in my pecking order. Again, free agency negotiation period starts six o'clock Eastern Friday. Moratorium period begins Saturday. Deals cannot be agreed to officially until July the sixth. Up next, we want your calls. 
wild NBA offseason speculation. Triple eight say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Aaron Goldhammer and Vanessa Richardson in for the guys, Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, the podcast would actually be the perfect timing for Portland to move on now that they do have the heir apparent. I hear a lot of speculation around Draymond Green and Dame Lillard spending a lot of time together. Can that be possible for Golden State? The best thing he can do is leave the Trailblazers because maybe he can go somewhere where he has the shot at the championship he obviously wants. If Damian Lillard says, I don't think we can win with this roster, then I'm going to say, well, it's your choice. Do you want out? And let him make the decision right there. Well, I've done some reckless segments in my day mm-hmm. on ESPN Radio, but Vanessa Richardson and Aaron Goldhammer right now are about to really put their jobs on the line. Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio. ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Triple H say ESPN is the number. Triple H say ESPN. Vanessa, how would you describe what's happened on the show over the course of the last 15 minutes? I would describe it as outlandish. I would also describe it as outlandish. hey so- Shout out Brian, to Wendy. Winhurst, Brian Winhurst came on our show in Cleveland, uh, ESPN Cleveland, the really big show, weekdays, 9 to 1, normally hosted by me and Tony Rizzo, Riz on vacation, Chris Oldak in with me. Uh, Brian said this when asked a very simple question about the Cleveland Cavaliers offseason. Take a listen. 
I don't have a terrific feel for what the Cavs are doing. They've kept their information pretty tight. Um, I have some speculation. There's a couple of outlandish stuff that I'm not going to say right now because I'd get in trouble. But can, I, I wish you... I could tell you more, and I know I shouldn't tease you, but there's there's one thing out there that I heard that the well, just look on social media in this last week and see what you see, and and, and you know start going from there. What a way to tease! Just look at Twitter. Just see what Twitter. Has I know to I say shouldn't and... tease you. Sounds like well, me in high school. What are we doing? It might, it might be like, look, I don't know how reckless this segment is going to get, but then we said we're going to go to the phones for some real reckless speculation. Weird. So, Michael in Portland is on ESPN Radio. Michael is not Adrian Wojnarowski, but he is in Portland. What's up, Mike? Hey, I'm going to tell you. The most outlandish thing in the world would be Joe Cronin trading Damian Lillard to Miami for 30 cents on the dollar. So I am, with all the radio and all the TV, leaving so many important elements out. Miami doesn't have enough assets to get Damian Lillard. We all saw Denver, how important it is to have a deep bench. They went 10 deep. That means every single one of those 10 players had a significant role in that playoff run. Look at Phoenix. The depth is not there. Dame is not going to go to another team where they're going to lose all their players. So he's playing on a team with just him, two, maybe three other people. That's not not enough to get it done. Well, first of all, Michael, he he doesn't – hold on. Let me explain something. He doesn't have a no-trade clause, so he can't totally dictate this. I mean, the Blazers, if they decide to trade him, are going to send him where they can get the best offer. I do think the Knicks would be in play. I do think other teams would be in the conversation for Damian Lillard. Rightfully so. Everybody's just assuming Miami because Dame said that's where he wants to go. Also, the Nuggets won the title because of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Like, I know everybody loves Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon. The depth didn't hurt, but it wasn't everything. Come on. Without the Joker, without the best player in the world, they don't get by any of those teams. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We will get to more of your calls because the reckless speculation has gone rampant. Coming up, Justin, Brandon, Terrence, <laughs> and many other of you who would like to throw wild NBA trade rumors at us. Vanessa and I will decide just how outlandish outlandish really is next. As we continue, Canty and Carlin is on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Outlandish! Mm. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.